Yeah, baby. It's bad crypto. Yeah. We're having a swinging groovy time talking about blockchain, baby. Does blockchain make you randy? Yeah, baby. And if Bitcoin doesn't get to $1 million, it's going to be very embarrassing for John McAfee. Oh, behave. Joe Carr may be a cunning linguist, but Travis Wright is a master debater. Yeah, baby. That hurts, Daddy, when you say that. Oh, you're listening to the Shagadelic episode 155 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. It's like it's the 60s all over again, redone in the 90s, only making fun of the 60s, making fun in the 2000s and teens. Mm-hmm. And hi, it's the Bad Crypto Podcast. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, I love that show. You know, when it, when it first came out, it's just so funny. Oh, my gosh. We are the show for the crypto curious and crypto serious. And we are celebrating our birthday week leading up to the first anniversary of the Bad Crypto Podcast, which is July 18th. And we are bringing you some of the original programs that we did a year ago because the content in those first episodes is kind of, a lot of it's evergreen. And in episode number three of the show, we asked the question, what is blockchain? Because understanding blockchain is kind of foundational to understand it's the technology that the cryptos, you know, run on. And uh, I think we did a pretty good job of explainifying it. And, and we're going to revisit that today. Yeah, it's it really is the foundation of, of crypto. Crypto wouldn't be here without blockchain. Blockchain is a revolutionary technology. We've talked about it many times. One of the reasons that, you know, we're in this now is for me is the emerging technology aspect of of, of life. Like I, I've, I've in technology and been in marketing technology, but these emerging technologies that are coming 5G chatbots, artificial intelligence, AR, VR, blockchain, all these other things that are coming along. Blockchain really struck me once I finally understood it as, wow, this is revolutionary. And this last year, Mr. Joel Kahn, has been quite a ride. Blockchain is like, who's your daddy, Bitcoin? I am. You'd be nothing without me. Hear me? Nothing. <laughs> that is true. And uh, it's crazy. So, the, this was this was in the early days when we, uh, you know, podcast for the crypto curious and the crypto serious, the early days of the blockchain blockheads. Mm-hmm. And we're still as blockheady and still as clowny, but uh, we have more listeners now and we thank you for listening. Make sure that you do follow, subscribe, share the show and visit our sponsor, New Alchemy at newalchemy.io. These are the guys you want to look to if you're going to do anything in the token offering space, especially if you want to offer a, uh, a security. They know what they're doing. They've got a fantastic team that can help walk you through every little step of the way to make sure you do it right. Check out all of their services because they have numerous services at newalchemy.io. And then listen to episode number three because here it is, even though it's 155, it's three. And does that make it 158? Because 155 and three is... Does that make you Randy? Yeah, baby. Play the podcast, baby. Yeah. 
Let's talk blockchain. What do you Let's think? Do it. Because Let's last do it. week we talked about what Bitcoin is and we referred several times to this thing called blockchain. And once people have a basic understanding of what it is and what it does and how the whole thing works, um, it, you'll start putting the pieces together and, and you'll stop being confused like I was when people were talking about blockchain. So yeah. in its simplest definition, what is blockchain? In the simplest definition, so it's a shared ledger for recording the history of transactions, and it cannot be altered, right? So keep in mind, Bitcoin and blockchain are two different things, right? Blockchain is the technology in which Bitcoin is is built upon, right? And then as these transactions become verified, boom, that shoots out coin, which creates the Bitcoin. But they are... They are, they work together. There's a little bit of, you know, symbiosis. However, they are not one in the same. So somebody says, oh, Bitcoin, blockchain, same thing. It's not. Blockchain is this technology, right? And so why, why do we need, I would say, why do we need blockchain? When you think about transactions, they're happening all over the world, uh, orders and payments and all different types of things. And maybe I loan, um, you know, Joel $10, and then I write it down in a little book, right? I, I you know, loan Joel $10. And then Joel pays me back eventually. Joel paid Travis $10. All right, boom, we're even, right? I wrote that on a piece of paper. And well, what, what, if I, what if I wrote down that, well, I paid you 20 I know, and that's a problem. Be like, no, no, I have right here very distinctly, I gave you 10 You did not pay me anything. No, nope, I paid you 20 You owe me 10 now. That is not true because I wrote it down, Joel. Mm-hmm. Well, I wrote it down also. Well, having and, multiple ledgers is a recipe for error, fraud, and inefficiency, I would assume. Yes. Error, fraud, and inefficiency. EFI. By the way, uh, you know, as we do our research, of course, we are going to the Internet to find um, info that we think is legitimate. And we're actually looking at a couple sources today that we will put into um, the show notes for you. But in particular, Travis discovered a great infographic. Uh, that IBM created. And so uh, you might want to pull that up to visit after we kind of share with you to, to revisit and go, oh, look, there's pretty pictures too. Absolutely. Yeah. And coincidentally, Joel is a uh, an influencer futurist with IBM, correct? Uh, well, I'm, I'm from the future. It's true. Yes. No, I am an IBM futurist. I've worked with their team uh, on multiple projects and it just happens to be coincidental that it did. We were just looking for some epic info, and this was the one that popped up. So oh, shout out to IBM. Big blue. So here, here's part of what this talks about that makes it really clear is that if there's not, if there's multiple ledgers going on, one person says, well, this is the transaction. Another person's ledger says, well, no, this is the transaction that took place. And another one says, no, this is the transaction. And, and this is one of the reasons that there's often so much confusion in the business world because it's he said, she said. And with multiple people tracking things different ways, <laughs> how do you know? Who's right? How do you know that any of them are right? I yeah. mean, when there's multiple ledgers, it could be that nobody's got it right, or it could be that one or more have it right, but it's more likely uh, because we are human beings that there's room for so much error. Like we just, we're really good at making mistakes. And so blockchain solves that problem because computers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's what's really interesting about it. So the whole thing is it democratizes trust. These distributed layer, these ledgers 
and it's an open ledger, right? So keep in mind this, this is an open ledger. So if I am using blockchain and now I pay uh, or I loan Joel $10, now it goes into the ledger. Travis gave Joel $10. Now, once that goes into that ledger, let's say, it gets shouted out to all of the other people who are on the system, people who are keeping track of the ledger, that, oh, Travis just paid Joel $10, right? Everybody has a copy of this record. And it's decentralized. So there's not one clearinghouse or one person who is in charge of this ledger, right? Like at my bank, my bank says how much I have in my account and how much I don't have in my account. That is one, that is one point. They said, nope, you don't have it in there. Okay, well, I don't. Well, if it's distributed, then everybody has a copy of that, right? And it's decentralized, meaning um, it's there's not one person who controls it all, which is very interesting. And then you have the verification aspect of these transactions. So when a transaction happens, just like Joel mentioned a minute ago, I say, hey, we put this in. Travis gave Joel $10. And then Joel says, no, I paid you $20. And then Joel, so Joel sends out that that says, hey, Joel paid Travis $20. But you know what? It doesn't, at that point, this is where it's kind of interesting is that, well, the real thing is, is nobody else is going to get a copy of that because that nobody sees that that happened. That it's not being verified that Joel actually paid that twenty dollars, so it doesn't go into the ledger except the ledger that Joel created. But then you always trust the 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 chain that goes the longest because all of these other computers are verifying these things, and so over time you're this is a lie. Joel did not pay Travis twenty dollars. Travis paid Joel $10 and that's that. So that's been decided upon and you owe me $10. Right. So, so here's like, if you want to visualize it, a transaction happens and it's put into what's called a block. Uh-huh. Starting to put the pieces together. And then what happens is a block is then connected to one before it and one after it. They're chained together. All the transactions are blocked together and each one is added to the next and the chain is is not reversible. Once that entry is on the ledger, it, you, you can't uh, do take backs. Oh, no, no, I got to delete that. I got to erase that. that. That's not how it works. What happens is that uh, each, each uh, computer that's handling the ledger ver- either validates that it's accurate or says, no, it's not. So explain what happens there. Right. So, well, let, let me kind of go back a little bit. So for, for just kind of an overview. One, we have that transaction. So parties are exchanging data. There could represent money, contracts, deeds, medical records, uh, your ID, your, your, uh, you know, your identity, right? So any other asset that can be a digital form, then you go through this verification process Right. And so depending on the, the network and the parameters of that, those transactions are verified instantly and then added to that ledger. Or they are waiting for a little while for these nodes, for these computer servers to determine if the transactions are valid or not. And then so they're going through this process. Right. And then when you when you dive really deep into it and you go, well, are you sure it can't be hacked? Are you sure? Well, it's, it uses this this structure, each block. So each one of these transactions then goes into this block. And these blocks are identified by a hash. And that's a 256-bit number. And we're going to put a link in the show notes to this video that um, 
what was it, three blue, one brown, or whatever the dude on YouTube created about how big is 256-bit, you know, uh, hash uh, encryption. It is ginormous, right? It is way bigger, so the, the, the possibility of fraud happening within this is just completely minuscule. And this can be applied across industries. Okay, so, you know, initially when we're thinking of fraud, we're thinking of payments, right? But going back to uh, what's happened to me with identity theft, what if the uh, social media was built upon the blockchain where every person that was on social had to be verified. You know, we've seen Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter verify some accounts, but most people aren't verified. So there's all kinds of anonymous stuff going on. Anybody can take anybody's name and sign up for an account, and unless it's reported and and deemed, you know, wrong by the centralized powers that be at the social sites, it can stay up. Uh, and, and you know, fake sites can stay up. Fake news can stay up. Fake comments. All this, none of it can be um, uh, verified. And with blockchain, it we're we're now stepping outside of transactions to uh, to other uses. In fact, there's a great example that's on this IBM infographic, and it, ta- it they pick one industry, which is the diamond industry. Okay, Um, and what they're saying is, you know, when you track a diamond, uh, it's it's really it's a big deal to track it from the mine where they initially find it into the hands of the customer because they've got issues with fraud, counterfeits, um, stones that are mined unethically, smuggling. But with blockchain, there's they they list four things that you can do, and this will help you visualize and maybe bring it home to whatever industry you're in. Um, The blockchain can keep a, a high res photo of every diamond at each touch point along its journey, right? Um, so the, the blockchain would automatically invalidate a photo that wasn't corroborated by the ledger that the rest of the, the machine the systems are, are putting up there. Um, it can track real-time records of every payment that's taking place as the diamond is shipped. Each diamond can have a certificate of authenticity Right. So that takes care of the whole counterfeit and and fraudulent. And the blockchain can then provide the details of each diamond that like the cut of the diamond, the color of the diamond, how many carats, a serial number that goes along with it. It validates every part of the transaction. This is the blockchain. blockchain. I have this image of like a rapper. His name is Blockchain, and he's got the gold chain around his neck, and there's like a block hanging from it. Mm, very, very nice. No, I'm Blockchain. I'm Blockchain. What up? No, I do want to throw in out there just as an extra aside to this, because that's we we have an aside every now and again. Um, you know, diamonds are a big girl's best friend. They are the girl's best friend. Yeah, that's only because of a marketing. Uh, a program way back in the day advertising campaign for De Beers like a diamond's a girl's best friend you should spend a month or two months of your salary on a diamond and really diamonds are way more plentiful than the diamond industry would like you to believe and people putting a ring on a finger uh, that's a relatively new thing so kind of interesting you can do your research on that but let's get back to the let's get back to the block and how these get validated right so wait, now, wait, wait. No, no 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 stop i'm not gonna stop no, you, you, you had me like you brought me in mm-hmm. and now you're like, that's, that, that's 
you go do your own research. Now go do your own. Take now, it away now. Like, I want you to <laughs> substantiate that because I wasn't aware. So you're saying that diamonds are not as rare as we've been led to believe? Very true. Yeah. Tell, um, tell us more. Like, just kind of well, break it down. Well, what's been interesting is that over time, De Beers has... Um, once once diamond mines are located, then De Beers will come in and buy those mines. And uh, so there's not a lot of third-party companies out there mining. And uh, so diamonds are not as rare as you might think. And it's really the uh, diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. You know, that diamonds are, you know, advertising campaigns that were basically, you know, we're like Pavlov's dog, right? They say it long enough and keep repeating it. We believe it. And uh, that's kind of the way that it is. Yeah, I am going to invest in bacon futures and start a marketing campaign. How bacon? I mean, it's already the best food ever, right? In fact, I think that should be it. Bacon, the best food ever, and like, let's drive up the price of bacon. You know, I have I have a joke around that because it's you know because there's some religions that do not like bacon, and I was like, I don't know because God, why would God make this such a delicious food and not want to let you eat it? Right? It seems to me it's just so delicious. <laughs> I don't understand, but uh, yeah, if you do a, do a search, there's a the engagement ring story. How De Beers created a multi-billion-dollar industry off of, quite frankly, just a marketing campaign. Well, let's make sure and put that into the show notes because I think that's a fascinating story, uh, all of its own, that is totally unrelated to blockchain, but beautifully related to marketing, which of course uh, is everything. We are we are marketers, right? That's the, I'm a marketing technologist. You're a marketing pioneer. So here we are talking about blockchain. And really, blockchain is, uh, you know, there's so many areas in which blockchain is fitting into marketing and advertising and the, the technology stack within companies. We've only just begun to touch on it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so interested about it is me being a marketing technologist that works with brands and helps them figure out their marketing and their marketing technology stacks, knowing that... That blockchain is an important component of that you know it's really interesting especially when you're diving into you know these blocks they must be validated before they can be added to the chain of of, of uh transactions and then once they're in once they're on that chain then the, then we have this thing called blockchain mining do you want to touch base on mining or should we sort of I cover think mining that is, a, is a whole other show i think you know there's some mines mines m-i-n-d-s's that are already probably a little blown over this, and it's it's. I'm hoping we made it simple enough to yeah. uh, to understand the basics of it. Certainly, there's more complex layers to it, but what you really need to to understand is that this is a distributed system, right? So it's it's not centralized. It's amongst a network, but it's a shared ledger. It reconciles that ledger. It's permissioned so that uh, every member of the network has rights to the the data that's there and it's secure because it requires a consensus from all members of the network to validate the transactions nobody Mm -hmm. not even a system administrator can delete the records from the ledger so it's just it's powerful and this is why you're going to keep hearing about blockchain being the future there's actually a great ted talk and i can't remember the guy's name at the moment but let's let's link it i think you know who i'm talking about um we need to link it in the show notes so you guys can really about yeah that one guy that one guy who did that one speech that yeah one, that one guy i remember that guy got it saved on on youtube 
somewhere and you could see the preparation we did for today's show in fact beforehand we're like let's just talk let's just hit the record button and we're just going to talk can we talk blockchain all right let's talk blockchain. <laughs> so we'll coffee, get into mining coffee, coffee talk yeah coffee talk a little little coffee talk i want to and i've kind of got this whole blockchain rap thing now going through my head so I you need to work on that you got to work on that but i want to i want to bring it on down one more time to kind of simplify it, it right so building a blockchain imagine this every transaction once it occurs it is put into a block then each one of those blocks is connected to the one before it and the one after it. And transactions are then blocked together. And then each block is added to the next block in an irreversible chain. You can't go back and edit it. You can't, whoops, I just did not mean to send Joel that $10. Whoops. Like the only way to get that money back is to be like, hey, Joel, can you send me that money back? There's no way that you're going to be able to, you know, call up, you know, somebody and for them to reverse the charges. That doesn't happen, right? So once a transaction happens, it happens. It's transparent to everyone. They all go through and uh, verify it independently in a decentralized fashion. And it's very, very, very secure. Extremely, very, very, extremely, very secure. You guys. Super, super, super secure, y'all. Blockchain is what's happening. You chain one to the left and one to the right. Then you put them together and you get it just right. Uh, Yeah. Nice. I noticed by listening to our podcast, I did listen to them again. It's like, I think... We bust we bust out at least two to four song little jingles every episode. It seems so far. That's because music is the soundtrack of our lives, right? I think Dick Clark, the the late great Dick Clark, once said that. And if he didn't, I would have, because because uh, it's very very true. And maybe one of these days we'll actually put together a, a, we'll bust a rhyme for real. And uh, there's a reason for you guys to tune in again and again. Yeah. Hey, which which ridiculous songs is Joel and Travis going to bust out today right. and embarrass themselves? Hey, I hope this has been useful for you guys. Uh, again, we really appreciate you listening. Now you understand a little bit about blockchain, and I think next time um, or soon, whether it's the next episode or the one after, we're going to talk about mining. We do have some people lining up uh, to be guests on the show, and we're you know we're going through and we're vetting people and making sure, yep, they got you know real value that they're going to bring, and we want to make sure that the people that we bring on aren't going to talk over our heads too far you know let alone those of us that are you know complete newbies here because we want to make this understandable and we want to make the bad crypto podcast your first choice for learning all things cryptocurrency because you guys are crypto curious yeah (laughs) it's I got a really bad pun here but you know it's like oh I'm thinking about buying some Litecoin oh you're bi curious is that Nice. Nice. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Hey, but I'm pumped. Review us, please. Your reviews like t- warm the cockles of our crypto hearts. Uh, you know, whether it's on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or YouTube or SoundCloud, you can find us in all those places and anywhere that you're listening. If you want to drop a review in there, we'd love it. And of course, all episodes and the show notes are on Bad Crypto Podcast. 
www.thepowerofpositivitypodcast.com where we welcome your comments uh, as well as your donations. If you decide to get into crypto and you were like, you know, I really want to support these guys. I want to throw some cryptocurrency at them. Uh, then you'll find the addresses for our Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. And, uh, and we welcome those because uh, nobody's paying us to do this. We're doing this because we love you and we love crypto. Absolutely. And you know, the responses we've been getting so far have been phenomenal. One, one dude said, man, I wish you guys recorded one every day. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of work. I mean, it, because, that's a, I don't know. That's a little too much Joel and Travis. Uh, yeah, a little, little too much. But, you know, we enjoy doing it. We were going to start doing it once a week. And then we're like, you know, we got more to talk about. And I think we can, we can handle twice a week. If you can handle us twice a week, you can't handle the bad crypto. You can handle the gains. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, take us home, Travis. Yeah. So th- uh, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in to episode three here with what is the blockchain and what are we talking about this particular week. Uh, in the show notes, we have all of the resources, every single link that we talked about. Uh, we try to put those in there into the resource area. Also in this episode, not only will I put in about the, uh, the De Beers uh, diamond debacle thing, but I also have a really interesting, um, uh, it's Tech Trends, uh, Deloitte, Um, innovating the digital era it's all about blockchain it's like a 24 page uh, white paper that we'll link into uh, the show notes as well as the ibm uh, infographic that we had we will include that as well and uh, we're, we're just all about sharing and including great resources for you guys and and helping you guys get a greater understanding of this crazy crypto world that we're in and guess what it's not going away you know, this is, it's here to stay and it's going to keep evolving. And the more you know now, the better off you'll be later on. So thanks again for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Stay back. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.